Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, Daniel Purposed in His Heart. It shall be focused on a study of Daniel chapter 1. Before we go any further, we begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read the story of Daniel, how encouraging it is to see his character, how he purposed in his heart that he shall not defile his body by eating the king's meat. And Father, the confidence that he had to know that you would, Father, strengthen his testimony and how you would backen him up for the choice that he had made. Help us to boldly take the choice, Father, to stand with your word, no matter the cost. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Daniel chapter 1. The book of Daniel, chapter 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem, and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel, and of the king's seed, and of the princes, children in whom was no blemish, but well favored, and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat, and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter, and proved them ten days. And at the end of ten days their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat, and the wine that they should drink, and gave them pulse. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar, and the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. And Daniel continued even unto the first year of King Cyrus. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, God Talked to Moses. 
This was preached in 1953 on August the 31st. We'll begin at paragraph 46 up to paragraph 57. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Listen, that's right, we want to utterly destroy. There's divine healing. But the first thing you know, Miss Jones don't believe in it. Well, set Miss Jones to one side. The pastor don't believe in it. Set the pastor to one side. That's right. Destroy those things. The doctor says the days of miracles is past. I believe in doctors. I find more believing doctors than I find believing preachers. That's right. More doctors believe in divine healing. But there is some of them. They got some quacks. We got them on both sides. (laughs) That's true. But let me tell you. That preacher or doctor or whoever it is that don't believe that Almighty God can do all things, set it aside. God is Almighty. We're Christians. We believe the truth of God and we must stand for the truth of God and we must live the truth of God. And every promise is ours that God gives to us. Let's go get it. Amen. Someone say, well, you know, Mama belonged to this church a long time ago. Get rid of that thing. But don't take God's word for it. Crucify the thing. Turn the altar upside down. Let's worship God. No matter. I always say it's so cute. They got this big fine. I don't care what they've got. If it don't compare with God's word, get rid of the thing. Amen. We're on a road. Hallelujah. Glory. Holy Ghost is moving on. Signs and wonders are following. Demonstrations and powers of God. Healings. That's me. That's what I like. Amen. He who the Son has made free is free indeed. Amen. No bondage, no... Free in the liberty where Christ has made you free. That's right. Knock that little Havanite out. Little old Jubite, take that little old Canaanite and kick him away. Don't let him live. Kill him. God said kill him. Destroy him. Not just my dear little friend. I'll be back to see you again as soon as this revival's over. Oh, my... Don't never do that. If you do, you'll never get the promised land. Brother, take out the sword of God and go to fighting. Wish I had a long time to stay on that. I got some more thoughts moving up there, but I want to get down here where he gets it into the land. Hey, man, let's read a little farther. Don't bow down to them. Don't serve them. Destroy their images. You shall serve the Lord, your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness out of the midst of thee. Hallelujah. God said that. If God said that in the type of the journey, how much more is he in the actual journey? If a brass serpent would take the sickness out of the midst, what will Jesus Christ do? And Jesus said as the same reason, a compound reason. Moses lifted up the brass serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man. They were sinned against God and against Moses, and they were sick because they did it. And the ant of the type taking away sickness, what will the antitype do? If a brass serpent did, what will Jesus Christ do? He said, as the Son of Man, as Moses lifted up the brass serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, I'll bless thy bread and water. Oh my, that's all right, bread and water. And boy, that would sure hurt our American prestige, wouldn't it? It sure would have used down with bread and water. I heard a Finnish sister today singing a song. She works for us here, translating letters from Finland here in Chicago. And she said, a little song, she said, a man in Finland came down with a little salt and some bread and he and a, a horse trough to drink from. 
And he lifted up his eyes and gave thanks to God for the bread and salt and the horse trough to drink from. And we rake out enough food in the garbage can every Sunday afternoon to feed the people. Oh, we're really... I think about feeding like that about when the Hebrew children was down in the fiery furnace. Or when they first went out into the Babylon. You know, God looked, looked down and seen he had a man down there he could trust by the name of Daniel. He had three more, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he knew he could trust them. So the, he told them not to, how, what the, the laws they must do while they were down there. And Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. That's just exactly when you say you're going to do anything, go to accept your healing or you go to accept your, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's when the devil flies on you with all four feet. <laughs> that's right. When he got down there, he said what he was going to do. The king come around seeing this excellent spirit in Daniel. So he said, now you put them fellows over there and feed them. I guess the doctor come along and said, now look, they need plenty of vitamins. So I tell you, you got to give them some wine and some hard drinks and some, uh, fattening things, a whole lot of calories in it, a lot of meat and a lot of stuff. The king said, I'll feed them off my own table. But when they come down to old Daniel, amen. <laughs> they met somebody there that loved the Lord. Yeah. The guy come in audience and said, now look here. Said, here's a dish. The king sat down and said, just look how it looks. A great big gobbler full of whiskey sitting on it. Said, now the king wants you to be happy, so he's just going to give you some of this now. Keep you stimulated up. He said, I, I just won't drink it. <laughs> Boy, he said, I'm afraid for my own life and yours. said, I'll tell you what you do. said, you just give me puffs for 10 days and then look me over. <laughs> Amen. Otherwise, a little linen, linen, some corn pone or whatever you want to call it. Just give me a little of it for 10 days and then examine me against the rest of them. Brother, I'd rather have a little bit and be in the kingdom of God and doing what God wants me to do and have a whole lot and be away from the kingdom of God. I'd rather take my way with a bunch of little holy rollers and live in the presence of God than to belong to the biggest church in Chicago and be out of the kingdom of God. Amen. What's the matter with me tonight anyhow? Let me tell you, my brother, what we need today is a good old time St. Paul's revival in the Bible. Holy Ghost back in the church again. Amen. They fed him this stuff for 10 days. Little old pot of peas or what it was. Nothing in it at all. Make you fat. First thing you know, they brought Daniel up. The rest of them, they looked all the boys over. When they brought old brother Daniel up, my. His cheeks as rosy, as just round and fat as he could be. <laughs> Hallelujah! But say, I believe every time they set that little pot of peas down before Daniel, that God just reached over and got the vitamin bottle and poured the whole thing into him. Amen! Hallelujah! He's still got him in glory tonight. If you'll keep his commandments, do his will, follow after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and seek to serve God. Amen. Oh, I feel good. Look, brother, God just fed Daniel with some kind of a vitamin, but I can see him standing there just as round and fat as he could be. I can hear one of them say, say, that guy hasn't had too much to eat. I just give him a corn pone every morning. That's all he had. But God said, here, I'll bless your bread and water. I'd rather live for God and have bread and water than live for the devil and have fried chicken and ice cream three times a day, wouldn't you? Sure. Yes, sir. Daniel was just as fat and round as he could be, you know, his cheeks just as rosy. He walked up there and said, yes, sir. Your honor, sir. Here I am. <laughs> Looked him over and said, my, he's done out, grown his clothes nearly. 
eating a corn corn pone every morning. My, how God will bless. Listen, brother, don't desire the big things of this world, but be satisfied with what God's give you. The only thing to be is be sure you're in the will of God. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord, to know that when we honor Thee, You, you will honor us. To see how You honored Daniel because of the stance that he took for Your Word. We pray, Father, may we be found to give You our all that You might live in us and that Your Word might be manifest in our lives and Your will and might take preeminence above ours. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
not one hoof will be left behind. No, no, for God's determined, not one hoof will be left behind. I will keep you in your times of trouble. I will keep you in your times of need. I will keep you for I'm your refuge. I will keep you for you are part of me. I will keep you for you are part of me. Wow.